Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Join the Journey podcast. If you've been hanging out with us this week, my name is Christy Shermack. I'm the executive director of Watermark Health, and we have been taking over the podcast. This week, you've gotten a chance to listen to just some of our friends from Watermark Health, both staff and volunteers, share their takeaways from the text, as well as celebrate all that the Lord's doing through Watermark Health as we head into our 10-year anniversary coming up this month. And so today, I'm joined in the podcast studio with my friends, Jesse Collins. Hey, Christy. Hey, Jesse and Jack Thurman. What's up? Oh, you guys did so good. Everyone else I've had to prompt. Y'all did great. No, Way to no, go. Way natural. to go. was born for this. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you guys give yourselves a little intro so everyone listening knows who they're, they're hearing. Yeah. I'm Jack Thurman. I've been at the clinic for a while, five or six years serving as a, as a volunteer, as a nurse. It's been great. There's relationships. I can't speak highly enough of the clinic. It's something where God's grown me. It's a place I think I'll spend many more years. Uh, I used Love to serve to as Love a nurse. Yes. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then also, um, so recently I've become a nurse practitioner, so I'm not serving there any longer um, as a nurse, but working uh, sort of PRN, the healthcare people will know what that is, as a nurse practitioner there. But love hanging out with this guy, Jesse. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks, Jack. I like hanging out with you. I'm Jesse. I'm a nurse. I'm one of the two charge nurses that are on staff at our Skillman location. Um, I have been on staff for two years when this podcast releases and a year and a half or so before that serving. And man, just looking back at uh, the last five years or so, you can just see it's my story is littered with Watermark Health people pointing me to Jesus and really... Um, helping me see that a life fully devoted to him is is better. Awesome. Well, praise God for that. Yeah, this place has a way of affecting all of us that are there. So encouraged to hear that. Well, today we are rounding out our week. We started the week with David's lament, and we are ending the week with David doing a little, undis- uh, what does he say, undignified dance mm-hmm. and celebrating the ark coming. And so let's just jump right into the text. I know, Jesse, we've got kind of an interpretive challenge here when we learn about Uzzah and him getting killed, essentially, yeah. for a misstep. Walk us through that. What's going on there? Is this God just being spiteful or angry? What's happening? At, at first glance, yeah, this is kind of tough. I, interpretive challenge is a good phrase for it. Um, but gotquestions.org is a really great resource, a place I go a lot of times when I have questions about what I'm reading in the text. So just a couple of points uh, that help us, I think, understand what's going on. We know from earlier in the year when we were reading Numbers and Exodus, God gave very specific instructions about transporting the ark. Uh, and we know they were not exactly following those. They put the, the ark on a cart instead of carrying it on poles. And so not following these instructions indicates irreverence for the Lord and his commands. We might uh, infer that Uzzah had been just too familiar with the ark because it had been residing in his home for a period of time. Also, we see that we read that the ox stumbled, but Scripture doesn't say that the ark was falling off the the cart. So Uzzah was kind of putting it on himself to rescue the ark uh, when that really wasn't his place. And finally, we read in uh, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, uh, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my, way, my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
So sometimes God does things that we don't understand, but we trust that he's a good God who loves us. And we can't anthropomorphize God and make him right. like think like we do. Right. And I think all of that is encompassed by the fact that we have a God that understands our thoughts. He understands our heart, even when we don't articulate it sometimes. And so we can trust that he knew what was going on here with Uzzah. It wasn't just him making a mistake innocently, yeah. perhaps. There was right. probably other things going on. going on. That's good. All right, Jack, how about from you? What did you take away from this text? What were some of the big themes that you saw as you read? So just personally, um, people-pleasing and fear of man have been struggles of my life. And so, you know, I've spent—I've dedicated a bit of time into just looking at Scripture and what does God have to say about pleasing man and how do I get better at that? And Galatians 1.10 is, of course, common, and a lot of people are familiar with, am I seeking to please God or man? And if I'm seeking to please man, then I'm not seeking to please God. And it's like, that's great. And I, I know that that existed, but was really delighted, I think, to read this and find like, oh, wow, like here's another part of scripture that talks about how uh, fear of man is something to, to care about. And so with Mikal, uh, who's this— That was a this, great, great uh, accent, Jack. Right. You nailed it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> in the, yeah, it's in the throat. It's in the throat. And so and Mikal's despising David for dancing. He's like dancing before the Lord with all of his might and— and I'm thinking, I read that and I wrote down, if I desire and I set out to live a godly life, I will receive ridicule for it. And especially from other believers as they see gaps um, in their life or they, or uh, or claim that perhaps I'm too legalistic. And so just to, to know that and think about, wow, so not just uh, seeking to please non-believers, but also believers. And then I love how it kind of closes out um, it's saying here, David, I will celebrate before the Lord. I will make myself yet more uh, contentable than this, and I will be abased in your eyes. And so here's a guy, David's far fur further in his life at this point, but still coming back and struggling with people pleasing, but he doesn't care. It's like, that's the kind of heart that I, someone like me who does struggle with it, needs to see his, his pure, genuine, unleashed love for God. That's really good, Jack. Yeah, I think that's a great takeaway for us is that this theme is not just in that one spot in Galatians 1.10, like you said. There's an example here of what it looks like to follow God's way and not necessarily just listen to what others have to say. And what David was following here was he was celebrating big. He says he made some raisin cakes for everybody. Mm. They had a band and instruments going. I'm hungry. He was dancing, a little undignified, it says. Mm -hmm. um, so what, what was going on here? Why was he celebrating so much, Jesse? Well, this is a high point, I think, in the uh, Old Testament narrative. We, If you were reading earlier on in Genesis, God promises Abraham that he will make him a great nation, and that nation will be used to bless all the families of the earth. So, so far, we're, we're watching uh, a king that seems to be uh, humble and righteous and a man after God's own heart. He's consolidated the, uh, the nation, all the tribes, and he's gotten rid of uh, one of the pagan tribes that was living in um, Jerusalem and made a, a capital for them, for the Lord to dwell in uh, and to be like a center, a cultural and religious center of the country. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing fulfillment of what the Israelites would have been told for centuries. Yeah. Like this is where it's headed. And so David was understandably celebrating that. And I think we can just kind of hang out there for a minute. The reality that, I mean, I would bring to the table is that I don't do a good job celebrating. 
I often am like, what's the next thing I have to cross off the list? What's the next problem to solve? And I think the Lord throughout Scripture, I mean, the feasts of Israel over time, there were examples of times where he wanted his people to pause, to zoom out, and to celebrate what he had been doing. And so this week, we've been doing that with celebrating Watermark Health and what the Lord has chosen to do through Watermark Health. And so I think my question to you guys would be, what's one thing that you are celebrating that the Lord has chosen to do through Watermark Health and the ministry there that you can share with anyone that's listening today? I think for myself, where where I'm celebrating is I as I consider Watermark Health, um, and there's there's seriously so much, but I I feel like when I look at the clinic and my time that I spend there, I'm seeing God physically God uh, in the lives of these and changing them, and like sometimes they come out crying or they're celebrating, but it's a the glimpse. patients are the patients yeah. are mm-hmm. uh, just because of what they experienced in that room, sometimes physical healing, but sometimes spiritual or emotional mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. that they they get to experience. And then I, they come out and it's just overflowing from them. Uh, and I look at that and have often sat at the clinic and thought to myself that, you know, so much of our culture today works and efforts to cover up and kind of contain God and and mute um, his, his palpable presence. And the Bible is clear, his presence is known. Uh, but not the clinic. And they come out and it's overflowing. So I get to sit there and just be like, wow, that is, and truly a glimpse of heaven. This this overflowing emotions that I see from these people is a glimpse of heaven. Like I'll be with them in heaven and the rest of you, and it'll be David leading this celebration. Yeah. Wearing yeah. linen. And <laughs> Big dance party yeah. in heaven. Lots of patience there. We love it. We love it. Jesse, how about you? Jack, that was good. That's I think, like, in my own mind, just stopping to remember, like, this is this is a crazy thing that we get to be a part of, like, working um, with the Lord in, in our little corner of Dallas, um, or two locations in Dallas. But then we've gotten to do a couple of really cool things. I think, Chris, you've done a good job of making a stop and remember uh, what we've gotten to be a part of for the last 10 years. There have been confetti cannons mm-hmm. and yelling, and, and there's probably been some dancing, some <laughs> fake TikTok videos made, uh-huh. so... We just had a lot of fun this year looking back and and remembering how good God is and just what a privilege it is to be his co-laborers here in Dallas. Yeah, that's really good, guys. There's just so much to celebrate here. And I think we've got kind of two takeaways for people, two application points to consider as they head into their weekend. The first would be this. What is the Lord doing in your life that you need to pause and celebrate? Pick your head up out of the weeds for a minute. Take note of changes he's made in your life or people you care about and celebrate it. Bake a cake, do a little crazy dance, shoot off a confetti cannon, whatever you need to do to celebrate the way that David did in this chapter. And then the second would be this is um, hopefully this week you've had a chance to learn a little bit more about Watermark Health. You've heard some patient stories. You've met some of our volunteers. You've heard about our different services through dental clinics, through early prenatal care, our urgent care locations. And hopefully you've gotten to be intrigued by what the Lord is doing there. And so as we head into next weekend at our church, we're going to be celebrating the 10-year anniversary of this ministry existing. And we're going to spend some time just doing what David did here, celebrating the fact that the Lord has allowed this place to affect the lives of over 72,000 patient visits. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, isn't that crazy to believe? If you fill up that auditorium over 20 times, that's how many individuals we've sat across from face-to-face had a chance to meet their physical needs and share the gospel and encourage them to be a part of the local church. And so um, thank you for letting us do this takeover. Hope you guys want to learn more. You can visit watermarkhealth.org to do just that. 
And as always, we're so glad that we're all on this journey together, reading and applying the Bible. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.